What is going on, everybody out there in YouTube land, out there in podcast land, out there in whatever land that you may be watching this podcast from? And I just went full Star Trek for some dumbass reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to a new episode of Ready, Set, Action Commentaries. I am your host, Mike. As always, I got my incredibly Canadian, wonderful diamond of a person co-host, Anika. Anika, my dear, how are we doing? I'm great, Mike. I just had a crazy week, but I'm I'm great. <laughs> I know. Uh, we were we were uh, by the way to all of our YouTubers out there who are watching this podcast, pl please we apologize for the lateness. Uh, we had had some serious technical difficulties, but we are now back and ready to do this. And as you can see, me and Anika, we begin our first official week on an eight-week journey in the magical world of Harry Potter. And as you can see, yes, it is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Uh, that is the pr correct pronunciation of the movie. Uh, but in the United States, India, and in the Philippines, it is known as Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So, but because this, because this movie is so long, Anika, I think it's time that we actually start this movie. What do you think? Yes, let's get the show going. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, so let me go ahead and skip this ad. And now for everybody out there who does not know the drill, if you, and by the way, uh, we've had a lot of comments on a couple of our videos and we, both me and Anika, we want to make something clear. This is an audio podcast. This isn't a really a video podcast. It's just an audio podcast where we do react to the movie, commentate on it, and give our review on it. So to everybody out there, if you were hoping that you would see the movie, sorry. I mean, we, it's you got to join along with us, and, and we'll tell you how. So pull up your HBO Max, uh, put in your DVD, Blu-ray, or this was still around at the time, put in your VHS. <laughs> yes, and, or some uh, HD. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And uh, as soon as we say ready, set, action, we go ahead and press play and we go ahead and start this movie. So, Anika, are we all set? Yes, we're all ready to go. Alrighty. Then, ready, set, action. Hmm. So oh. I like I, I like how uh, Warner Brothers actually did that, how they entered it in just that fashion because it was a, it was of course a classic uh, Warner Brothers at the time. This was two thousand and one, and oh my, oh that's it, I I haven't watched this movie in so long. That was actually I completely forgot about that. I completely oh. I completely forgot about that <laughs> opening. Um, but when I was so I was eleven years old when this happened. Oh. <laughs> A oh, classic, Mister Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> no, Mister Albus Dumbledore, played of course by uh, Richard Harris, uh, just one of the mo one of the more well known Irish actors, and he was also a singer. Mm, I did not know that. <laughs> just oh sucking gosh. up, just sucking up every bit of light. <laughs> This scene gets me every time because, like, you know, like, he just knows how to, like, appear in style. That's his, that's his thing. You know, Albus. Right. But so when I when I first saw this movie uh, in 2001, I was actually disappointed at the at the beginning of it because I was like, this isn't how the book started. And, of course, you know, they could not fit everything in a movie. 
I mean, this is a damn near three hour film, and that it that <laughs> was a brilliant transition, by the way. I love that. It is called cool, Professor McGonagall. Professor McGonagall. Uh, Maggie Smith. Again, this this movie series features so many of the well-known English and Irish and Scottish actors and actresses. And it was, and, and, and Maggie Smith, she is just one of the best. She was one of the best out there. And I remember her in several movies as well. She was in sister act as the nun. <laughs> she played a good nun. <laughs> you know, for a 2000 movie, for a 2000 movie, think about this, that, that fucking motorcycles on a string. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Hagrid. I yes. I don't know. I, I don't Uncle know. Hagrid. It, I don't. <laughs> I had to call that. Honestly, he's the kind of person you just want to be around. He really is. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, Robbie Col Coltrane, uh, who unfortunately, sadly passed away last year and he was, um, Everybody, so all of the all of the kid actors who were uh, part of the movie, they they loved Robbie, and Robbie Coltrane is just an an, an absolute brilliant Scottish actor. And he, oh, when when I heard that he passed away, I was it was just like a part of my childhood just died. I was shocked too. I was like, oh my gosh! Like he's such a, a gentle giant. Like you just didn't even tell. With his overall appearance, even like in his inter interviews, he was just so humble. So, uh, uh, funnily enough, the role of Hagrid—you're gonna—you're gonna think this is absolutely, this is gonna be a mind fuck for you, Anika. Okay, this is, this is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be shocking for you. So, Robin Williams was interested in participating in Harry <gasps> Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and he really? and he and he was turned down for the role of Hagrid because. What? Well, because it was a strictly British and Irish rule because, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Columbus wanted to he wa he did not want any American actors. He he wanted British, Irish and Scottish actors. And oh, my God. The, OK, the, the the transition from the scar on his forehead to the logo is just brilliant. That is the coolest. I like that. How I just glows up. Oh, <laughs> bitch! Ow! <laughs> Good God! Like oh. child abuse. Oh, I can't stand her, man! Like, out loud. Like now. <laughs> what the? Oh, Dudley, man, shut up! If that was my, if if Dudley was my brother, I would tell him shut up. <laughs> oh, you fat fucking turd! God, what is he doing behind the? Did you just see that he was behind the? He was behind the glass door, and he was yes. He was trying to sneak. What the hell was he doing? Jeez. Oh my god! And look what they're look what they're having Harry do. They're they're having him do everything for God's sakes. Is it like? Oh. Be th be thankful you're not in America because, dude, he would Terry would have called child services. Oh, for sure. <laughs> the, the look on Harry's face—he just—he's like, "You spoiled brat." 
Look at the look he's giving Dudley right now. You see, like, there's just pure hatred behind those eyes. Yes. But I mean, can you blame yeah, him? No. Oh God, I I loved I loved uh Richard Griffin Griff Griffin's pardon me. I mean this yeah. this was definitely a good role for him. Um, <laughs> of course, again every single one of these actors and actresses in the movie are just brilliant uh, uh, English and Scottish and Irish actors, and or uh, actors and actresses. Excuse me. And Griffin's last role, I think his last film role. His last major film role that he was in was uh, he he was in the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Yes. Oh my gosh, he played a really he, good. Uh, he played King I, George. Yes. But the, it was funny. The, first of all, how would that snake wink? Snakes don't have eyelids. Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> But um, I, I found it really weird because um, so so several changes from the book from the from the movie in the book is that the beginning of the book, you know, it was about Vernon and uh, finding out about how the Potters died. And then when they went to the they went oh, right in the right. Oh, in the ribs. Damn, man. Don't leave it. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, he got you right there. <laughs> that's a little. That's a little bit of revenge. He's like, he's like, you're gonna push me down. I'm gonna sick a fucking snake on you. He's like, got I'm you, like, bitch. <laughs> first, first of all, the, the the CGI right here. You can definitely tell it's CGI, but yes. You know what? It's it's. <laughs> anytime. <laughs> okay, a a python does not sl No, a, a python can't slither that fast. I'm sorry. Or actually, I uh, know. No, 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 actually, no. They, they can slip. They can slip that fast. But it's cool. So how one of the they big move. <laughs> the glasses. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> so again, one of the one of the <laughs> one of the changes from the book to the movie is when. Oh God. Oh, oh. that look just spells doom. You go and get it, boy. He go and get you now. <laughs> so, oh, ow, 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 ow! Ow! Quit pulling the hair, please. Oh, man, jeez, damn. <laughs> um, but another th another fun fact about uh, uh about Richard here is, um. Daniel uh, Daniel Radcliffe said that Richard he hated when he had to be mean to him because Richard was a very a very loving person and he he didn't like he didn't really like to play the the evil type of roles he didn't like to play, he didn't he hated when he had to be mean to to Daniel here but he was him and Daniel had practiced roles especially like that one right there <laughs> but. Oh my god, look at this, this stupid oh. straw hat. This is, oh my god, this is giving me the Amish hat kind of vibe. I'm, I'm just saying. Kind of. Oh, 1950s. Right. Yeah. Like the Rat Pack. A hat's oh not god, a hat, so it's tilted. 
Okay, Harry looked like he was he thought he was gonna get killed there. <laughs> Telegram for Harry Potter. <laughs> I love those owls. They're oh just God, so intelligent. <laughs> oh, he's like, no the more. Way, <laughs> the way his face like crumpled up and the way he was ripping them. I like that. Yeah, because that's really going to help. <laughs> so, <laughs> so again, what it, I, I keep I keep mixing up. So there was a deleted scene that um, they took out of the movie, and I thought they should have kept in. Uh, but it was uh, Aunt Petunia opening a bunch of eggs and actually finding the letters in the eggs. And I was oh. just like, why? Why would you take like? Why would you take that out of the movie? I thought it was. I thought that was actually there were there were several. So I think the movie, if they would have, if if you're if you're gonna go with a director's cut to Harry Potter, I think you're looking at about a three hour and fifteen minute or a three hour and uh, ten minute movie, because I think I think it was the 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 deleted scenes were about between twenty and thirty minutes longer. Yes, he looks so crazy. Sorry, <laughs> his face. <laughs> right, you are, Harry. Like, did did you hear of how friendly he said that? Yes. <laughs> No single bloody letter, not one. <laughs> no bloody My hell, goodness. bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here come the howls. They go get you. <laughs> Strike one. Ten points for Gryffindor. <laughs> oh my god. Here it comes. <laughs> oh jeez. Man, oh my god, the, the, look at him jumping to Aunt Petunia's lap. Like, could you imagine being a mother and like having to hold that fat little turd in your lap? My god, jeez, why are you so scared? Letters, man, like, oh my gosh, he's he, he still can't stand Harry getting, getting a letter. Oh my gosh, exactly. oh my <laughs> god, oh wow, he's that desperate, man. Like, he's gonna, he's oh my god. <laughs> And see, I told you that board wasn't going to hold those letters in, and they're just flying out. <laughs> oh, they'll this find was, you. This, <laughs> this was the only movie except for uh, the fifth film where the kid who played Dudley uh, actually had a lot of lines. I, thought it was, I always thought it was funny because... Um, so there's another, there's another thing about the... Uh, change from the book from the movie is when they actually were escaping from the letters they went to several different places but I get how they have to condense you know what 20 chapters of Harry Potter into you know what two and a half hours worth of movie wow so I get it's it it's very impressive oh god oh. <laughs> knock knock oh. who's there that's a serious knock I can just I can just imagine like Ahmed the dead terrorist from Jeff Dunham. He's like, knock knock. Who's there? Me. I kill you. <laughs> oh <laughs> here comes here comes Hagrid. He's like he's like and Uncle Vern's like, who's there? Me. Me. I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Uncle Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like to say you're great. <laughs> By the way, can somebody explain how we got the shot up? Because that was like some Looney Tunes crap there. That is strong. <laughs> Round the middle. So Harry Melling, by the way, played uh, Dud Dudley Dursley, and that's really the only films that he's very well that he's only that he's well known for. But he's more of a he's more of a more of a dramatic and on stage actor than a yeah he's more of a he's more of an on stage actor. <laughs> oh, that cake it looks so delicious though. I really, it really does look delicious. That is so cool. <laughs> oh, well, that's actually very handy. <laughs> that's so handy. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Who are you? Who are you? Uh oh. So again, uh, you know. That's got it. That's one of the most iconic lines in the in in, in all eight movies. I like that. I am, but uh, Robbie, Robbie Coltrane. Uh, I mean, he did a really good job with the voice of Haggard because, um, I cannot remember what his name is, and because there's a there's a British actor who does uh, voice voices for the audiobooks for Harry Potter, and. Yeah. Have you listened to them on Audible? I have you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I listen to the Harry Potter books all the time on Audible, and, and it's because they actually help me sleep. Really, it's really for everybody out there who who needs help sleeping. You definitely need to. Uh, you you gotta. Uh, I highly recommend that you <laughs> like, enjoy. Was it? Was it just me or was was it was it just me or was Richard waddling? <laughs> he was he was like, oh hell no, you ain't going no, at school. Was, he was waddling. It looked like he was waddling like a penguin. Like penguin from 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 uh, Batman. Oh god, that's hey, that Oswald Cobblepot's cousin. <laughs> Like, it kind of sounds like she was jealous. Boy, the way how she said it, man, that was just so. Yeah, like... I mean, it, it, she she said it with so much contempt. <laughs> like, is it just me, or does she like she has? She really has no sympathy at the fact that her sister was murdered. Yes, yeah, she was jealous of her sister. I could tell. Oh yeah, she was. She was completely jealous of, uh, of his mother, of of, of you know, Harry's mother. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to turn yours down. Just, uh, just like a couple, like three or okay. two notches. Yeah. You know why oh she my, was jealous? Oh of because hey, you little, you little loinker. <laughs> you gotta have that cake. Yes. She's jealous of her sister because oh, her, because she knows oh, that her husband is better looking. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> dude, the faces he makes. <laughs> oh, don't insult Albastor in front of me. Oh, Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, he deserved it, you little linker. Oh my god, that did not look like Robbie Coltrane. That did you just see that for a second? That didn't look like Robbie Coltrane for a second in that scene where Hagrid was mad. It looked like there was a no. It looked like a double of him. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> he winked to you. He was like, "Yep, got got him." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go with Hagrid, I, I, man. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not staying. Sorry, bye. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> so, the thing about the the thing about Harry is that, like, yeah. So they he was taken away by Hagrid, and what what this movie actually did that uh, it kind of rubbed. Me, it, well, they they make it seem like Harry's birthday is right there the day before the day before they leave for hogwarts and harry wasn't born in august he was born in july he was born in the he was born at the end of july so hmm. i i always found i always found that weird about the movies is that they they kind of wanted to speed things up with his birthday and i get and i get it because the books just take place and everything Right now, uh, in two years, this guy is going to get replaced uh, for, from Tom the landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> they all gasped. They like he's yeah, here. Yeah, they were all get. So, so again, um, uh, Derek Deadman. First of all, that's a great that's a great last name. Deadman uh, played. <laughs> Played Tom, the landlord of the Leaky Cauldron, and then he got replaced in uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. And uh, Ian Hart here, Ian Hart playing uh, the role of Professor Quirrell right here. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take a quick guess that Ian Hart is from Liverpool. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a quick guess because I want to look him because I because I have all the actors right here so. I'm going to say Ian Hart is from Liverpool. And I was right. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're good at, uh, good at picking up the dialects then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you can definitely tell where someone is from uh, in England because of their accents. Yes. Uh, it, it, oh, my God. God, I just I just love the CGI. I know. Like, CGI here is truly unbelievable. So, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was uh, released in America um, on November 16th, uh, 2001, and it got released uh, six days earlier in the United Kingdom. Everything was delayed for over a month. The release date was it was it was pushed back for a month because uh, 9-11 had happened. And. Uh, basically, basically the entire world was in shock, of course. So, yes. so everything got pushed back, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's I never heard of that actually happening. But I mean, when when something like that happens, of course, you know, yeah, you're, you're gonna you're gonna put you're gonna push back a movie. But I always I always loved this little this little uh, the little set that they made for Diagon Alley because it 
oh my god it's, it's just so unique it's one of the most unique sets that you could ever see in hollywood history because this movie this movie was this movie cost a hundred and twenty five dollars a hundred and twenty five million to make and this movie banked over a billion dollars at the box office that is so impressive. and it became the highest it became the second highest grossing movie of all time and I'm willing to bet you can probably guess what movie it failed to beat out. Hmm, that's a good question. Let me see. Really? Although I thought it would have been. And there's some ugly goblins. Hmm. Uh, I'm just sorry. There's some ugly. Uh, some ugly dudes. Uh, so it failed to beat out Titanic. Titanic. Titanic still held that record, the, the box office record. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Trying to figure out who plays. Oh, I man, think I'm I know figure... this guy. I, I'm trying to figure it out too. I'm really trying to figure this out because I thought that I might have had it. Let me see. There's a little devil. <laughs> oh, uh, so Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis uh, actually. Actually, did play the role of the of the teller here at Gringotts. Uh, Warwick, da- Warwick Davis, uh, as everybody knows, he's he's a very well known, um, you know, uh, little person actor, and he actually he's been in several Star Wars films, including yeah, he played one of the Ewoks. But and and Willow. Uh, oh yeah, and he played Willow. And here's and here's Warwick Davis again. He's he's doing he did uh he did three roles. Or no, he he did the voice. He did the voice of Green of Grip Hook right here. Um, there's another person who's playing Grip Hook right here. But I mean, talk about this. Warwick Davis was played three roles at the time of this movie. I mean, that's it. Holy fucking shit! Oh my! Look at that money, man. God he is set damn. for life. <laughs> Can some? Can somebody explain to me where, 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 where his parents drug dealers as wizards? Man, Jesus Christ! Because I'm trying to figure out where they got all that money from. I mean, that's just nuts. That lock is so cool. The way how they have to that open it. <laughs> that lock was very very cool. I mean, it, I mean, it was it, uh, so it's just so cool. By the way, um, uh, so I forgot to mention that Ian Hart also provided the voice of Lord Voldemort in this in the movie. So I thought it, so I thought it was kind of cool. Like you know, Ian Hart he plays uh, both Professor Quirrell and he does the voice of Lord Voldemort at the time. As everybody knows, like uh, you know, I think it was uh, five years, five or four, three movies, three movies later. We would get uh, we would get the real Lord Voldemort, uh, the actor who played Voldemort. Ah, John Hurt, by the way, uh, about to appear as Mister Ollivander. Um, unfortunately, could not do the final film as uh, he did pass away in 2017. So that was really, really unfortunate. But he's always he's all he will always be known as the original Ollivanders. Yes, I like the way how he talks too. <laughs> I wonder 
very ancient. I, I mean, I, I love, and I love his voice. I love the voice. Uh, I'm trying to figure. So he was, uh, he's from uh, Derb, Derbshire. I, th- I figured, I thought he, I could have, sw- I, you know what? I should have guessed that he was from Derbshire. Again, you can okay, really you- tell, you can really tell where people in England are from by their accents. It's so funny that, that they tell where they, where they're from. I did not know that. I know like in certain areas, I know sometimes people will have more of a deeper accent, a deeper English accent, depending on where they live, but I, I just didn't oh. know. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a serious uh, wand there. I not, want that wand. Not that one. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> there needs to be a Harry Potter immersive experience, man. I want I, I want was, that. I thought it was funny the wand designs. Um, after the t- after uh, both Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and the Chamber of Secrets, they changed the wand designs because you can see these are very simple designs. Oh, well, first of all, nice shot. <laughs> no doubt, huh? <laughs> hmm. Each wand has a has a mind of its own. <laughs> The wand chooses the wizard. Everybody knows that. The wand chooses the wizard. And again, I oh man, the so I'm a big fan of of orchestral music when it's used properly in in movies. And John Williams, John Williams, who is just an absolute brilliant composer, and John Williams has won over 25 Grammy awards. And he's amazing. Yeah, he, I mean, again, he's done the Star, he's done the Star Wars movies, he's done the Jurassic Park movies, he's done Harry Potter. I mean, he's done he's done Indiana Jones. He has done he is, his music is so well known. Even if people he's don't a- know, who, even if people don't know who John Williams is, his music is so freaking well known. He's also done a collaboration with uh, Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy. He did like a show with them too. Oh, nice! I, 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 yes, I, did I not know that. Yeah. I've seen it. It's actually pretty good. All the Family Guy classics. Oh. So uh, the fun thing about this is that it, so Harry was said to have green eyes, but as you can see, uh, Daniel here has blue eyes. He they were trying to put contacts so that he could have green eyes. But the contacts kept irritating his eyes, so they they just ended up saying, "You know what? We'll just leave that little detail out, and we'll just we'll just have Daniel's just regular eyes." It's, I mean, it kind of sucks when those when those little details get over when those details unfortunately can't happen. Um, okay, Aww. you got you got to admit that's a pretty damn cool birthday present. It's so cute. <laughs> Could you imagine actually having a carrier owl as a pet? I would love that. Oh my gosh, I would take care of her, or him, or yes, <laughs> let her fly, go and fly, and come back. Well, then that's that's definitely the truth. And so this was actually true. Uh, 
so in the book, Hagrid uh, only said it one time. Ooh. Now, in the earlier uh, stages of Harry Potter, um, it wasn't Voldemort. It was Voldemort. Voldemort. They, because Voldemort. I, apparently, apparently the T was silent, but they fi- but J.K. Rowling actually said, no, the T is not silent. It's Voldemort. Oh. <laughs> now, real quick... <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to oh. save it from. I'm going to save it for here in about an hour when 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 the right scene comes up. And of course, you you couldn't have that same baby in the last movie, of course, because he's too damn grown up. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it. it, it it's always fun to watch this movie and and just hear and just hear the hear the uh you know of how they were able to to put this book into a film because it's very difficult it is very very difficult to make a successful movie when you are making a trans uh, when you're making the, the jump from making a movie with the book and putting the book on the screen but Ron Howard or was it was it Ron Howard uh, I think, um, not yeah, him. It, it was or, no, it was Chris. It was Chris Columbus. Sorry, it was Chris Columbus yeah. who did this. <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, Chris Columbus did a really good job um, at uh, directing the first two movies of Harry Potter because he he definitely set the tone for the next uh, the next six films and. And again, you just got to give it up to him because uh, I think what was it? Was it David Heyman? Yeah, David Heyman. Uh, he he worked on every Harry Potter film. He put he so he was executive producer for all the movies. And uh, and David Heyman's also been doing the Fantastic Beast movies as well. One of my favorites as well too. <laughs> oh yeah. Newt is my favorite character. Newt, I like Newt. <laughs> He's cool. He loves animals. <laughs> so Daniel Radcliffe. Has- Daniel Radcliffe was reportedly paid a million pounds for this movie. So think about Jeez. this. Oh. Think oh about this. You are an eleven. Year, you are a twelve-year-old kid, and you're getting paid a million freaking dollars. I mean, lucky. Wow. You do. You do one movie, and then you get paid seven more movies and you basically can retire yes i mean, he's it, I mean for life. Just nuts but daniel radcliffe daniel radcliffe oh that is cool <laughs> how they just like, enter it, it really is <laughs> they could not have they could not have picked the, the perfect twins james and oliver phelps uh playing of course fred and george weasley <laughs> and Harry's like the fuck. Uh. And as we can see, Rupert Grint uh, playing Ron Weasley. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ron. Oh, I got a story to tell you. Um, I okay, remember the let's, let's hear this. 
at um, at Harry Potter, you know, at Cineplex. Ron Weasley, he came to the screening. He came to announce oh, it. Oh, Rupert Grin actually came to the screening? Rupert. In Toronto, yes. And it was crazy. People were lighting up. The girls were screaming. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that they... is too freaking cool. Yes, I got to see. I worked at Cineplex that day, so I saw I, I saw him. He was just so adorable. And um, definitely his accent, accent was so deep. But it was really cool that he came. <laughs> He had to leave from the back. He couldn't leave from the front. <laughs> I swear to God, I mean, nobody takes a train anymore. <laughs> nobody oh, nobody yes. rides. Oh, my God. These see, I love those two shots right there where they're where they're actually showing the train travel. Yes. And the landscape, too. Who does Look not love that? That. That, is a, that is such a brilliant film. I actually, I, I, I'm going to assume of how they did that last shot with the train. I feel like that they had, that they had a train, that they had a trailer that was on the tracks that was actually going, traveling at the same speed as the, as the train, like getting it right there. But I mean, it, the, the, the shots of the train going by were just perfect because like you just said, the, the landscape of England is brilliant. And I like how the music, you know, goes with the traveling part. <laughs> Love that. What the flying crap did his mother put Aww. in those things? Oh, take the lot. What the? Whole... I, I... Is that how much pounds is that, man? Or I, don't, I have pounds? no clue. All I know, all I know is that Harry... He's got money and he's just like, I don't care how much money I have. Oh my God. He bought, they bought Dude, the trolley, they, man. <laughs> they bought the whole, they bought the whole damn candy store. <laughs> By the way, um, so there are every flavor beans, but there's also like the jelly belly uh, bam, bean boozles. And I think it's funny because, um, the, every flavor beans like there's a challenge where you you just taste a bean and you, oh my god i've i've once had the the vomit flavored oh my god i about oh my god it's i don't understand how they get these flavors <laughs> i've actually tried a, a Hogwarts, hey, uh, flavor i tried the butter beer Oh, that's one thing I want to do when I go to Universal Studios, whenever I do, is I would love, I want to go and get a nice cup of butterbeer. Yes, they had it actually featured at the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child play, so that's where I got it from. It was delicious. I like it. <laughs> oh, I, how does it take me that long? Emma Watson uh, with her bushy-ass hair. Oh, young, young Emma. <laughs> So Emma Watson was actually so even though that she is an English actress, she was born in Paris. Mm. But there's just something what? about her that is Hermione. <laughs> oh God, yeah, no, I. They, so there could have been there could have been other actors that could have played Ron and Harry, but I'm just saying I think I think Emma Watson was just the absolute perfect child actor to play Hermione because she she does kind of ooze that little bit of uh, swagger that little bit of uh, arrogance and everything and uh, know it all 
Yes. She got fired too. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> oh, okay. she's ready to start class. What? Oh, that's got to be embarrassing. Like you, like you, God. Again, I, I, I really do feel like the. Uh, I really feel like the, um, you know, the first two movies really did a great job when it came to when it came to the sets and actually going to places um, because um, they, you know, the London zoo got, got filmed uh, there. King's cross got filmed. Uh, I mean, a lot of different places in England got, uh, were used and there were so many different castles that were used in the filming. And that's what I loved about the first two movies is that, they were actually at the castles, but after the second film, they just started going to green screen. And I, oh. I, I don't I, see that's, that's what kind of bothered me about the, the, all the other films is that they just started going green screen, green screen, green screen. And it just, you know, green, look, green screen is fine, but if you're filming a movie like Harry Potter, then go to the castles Yes. I mean, it could, because it feels more genuine than just having to build a set and make it look fake with the green screen with with all the with all the blue screen or green screen or or digitally uh, enhanced uh, scenes. Because I totally agree. Yeah. Oh God, I love I love that music when when uh, Professor McGonagall is shown right there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention Julia Wal Walters, who played Molly Weasley through the entire uh, Harry Potter se series. Uh, she was she was so good. She was a brilliant actress, uh, and uh, she played in it. She kind of actually played in a really funny movie. I love I love the the name of it, and it and I've actually seen it before. It's called Titanic Town. Titanic Town. I never heard of that. Titanic Town. Yeah, Titanic Town. Yeah, I mean, it, I haven't seen it. In twelve years, so it's so it's been a while since I've seen. Oh my god! <laughs> Can somebody please explain how you lose a toad and the toad beats you to the castle? <laughs> god damn, Mr. Longbottom. <laughs> okay, that name always made me laugh. Is Longbottom? It's funny. It's just it really is. Uh, Tom Felton. Felton oh, said he <laughs> Felton said that he had to deal with a lot of bullying uh, because he played this role because a lot of because a lot of people didn't like Draco Malfoy, of course. Um, I you know they could not I don't I don't think they could have picked a better kid actor. But look at his hair! Look how much freaking hairspray and gel is in that hair. Yes, oh my god, it don't move. <laughs> Like I'm just wondering of how long they had to spend on his hair uh, just to get it right. I think until the myself. Ooh. 
Hey, attaboy, Harry. Attaboy. <laughs> but yeah, so Tom Felton, he also got on the wrong side of Alan Rickman uh, in the movie. <laughs> thought it was so funny. <laughs> but um, so he accidentally stepped on his cloak and he and and Rickman you can you can even watch the video they Rickman told everybody do not step on my fucking cloak and oh. and Tom Felton accidentally stepped on his cloak and it was so funny because Felton was Felton was petrified he was absolutely terrified of of Rickman because he thought he was going to kill him oh my oh damn he looked like he wouldn't even fight at all. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Alan Rickman was uh, by far one of the more brilliant English actors. Uh, the first movie I ever saw him in was a Die Hard. So, so that was always so that was always fun to watch. And Sweeney Todd. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, he was in Sweeney Todd. He was in Sweeney Todd. I, forgot, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Oh, that kitty. He got red eyes. <laughs> that cat. That cat's got red fucking eyes. Oh, my. <laughs> what the fuck? I did not notice that at all. So, by the way, um, this, this is the only... So, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone was the only book and movie that Arthur Weasley did not appear in. Thought that, I thought that was so funny. And in the and actually in the book, they actually went in alphabetical order. Hermione did not go first. <laughs> and I was Leslie Phillips, by the way, uh, doing the uh, the voice of uh, the Sorting Hat, and he passed away just last year. And uh, uh, now, let me now let me take a quick guess. I'm going to say Tottenham that, that <laughs> Philip. Oh my God. Look at that. Oh, did, you just, did you just see the ugly look at the sorting hat just gave him? Yes. He knows because he's a, he's a Malfoy. <laughs> he's just like you little slime bucket. There he is. Now what, <laughs> the only thing that kills me about, Alan Rickman's role in this is just that fucking wig that he wears. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like it. It's it really is such a bad wig. It really is. It, it's like it's like the Hogwarts version of No Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, man, the guy with the Chucky hairstyle. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I agree. <laughs> See, I really. I liked so that line was not in the book, but I liked <laughs> that line in the movie because it gave it because it gave just like a little bit of sarcasm in it. So, by the way, I was correct about Leslie Phillips. He is from Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing pretty good with these uh, with the you, voices. You are honestly that's that's very good. Like it's it's a connection, you know. It's the connection. And for and for everybody out there, I'm not looking up the actors and then guessing the the, the places of where they are from. I'm not. Because you've been to England before. I haven't been to England, but I've I've dealt. So when I was in retail, there was a lot of people who came over from England, and I there was there was a span of a month where I actually got to learn different accents. 
So it was it, it was just so funny that I was able to 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 get these to get the accents down because you know it it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird when you think about it that you can actually learn where people are from just by their accent. Cool. <laughs> I will admit this though. So Ginny Weasley, Bonnie Wright, uh, who plays Ginny Weasley, I had a huge crush on her. I had a, I had a really huge crush on her when I was about, when I was in junior high. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> and she and here's the funny thing: she's a year younger than me, and she was born the day after my birthday. She, she her birthday is on February seventeenth, the day after mine. And I thought that was just so freaking funny. <laughs> oh, that is pretty cool. I only Actually, fucking Ron wish that. Okay, couldn't. Okay, real quickly, I wish. <gasps> I Ooh. wish that was restaurant service right there, saying, "Let the feast begin." Your food appears, and I'm just like, "Good." Now I don't have to wait 20 minutes for it to get cooked. I like that. Oh, oh my god! So good, though. <laughs> Dude, Rupert was absolutely stuffing his face. Rupert's my favorite, you know. Actually, is that Ron, a rack of lamb? That is a yes. rack of lamb. Oh my god! I, holy crap! I really, okay. Now I'm, now I'm craving rack of lamb. <laughs> Damn it! I really, I really wish that wouldn't. I really wish I didn't crave it because I, I haven't had, I haven't had a rack of lamb in over, uh, ten years. I've never oh, tried a rack of lamb. Hello, oh. <laughs> hello, Mister, hello, Mister John Cleese. Yes, oh, that would have left me Mister John Cleese, one of the founding fathers of Monty Python. Oh, but uh, we, hey, we just we just saw a movie with John Cleese uh, a couple weeks ago in George the Jungle too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so John Cleese was only in the first two movies of Harry Potter. He never made another appearance in Harry Potter, and. I I did not approve of that at all. Why did you have to ask that question? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's freaky. Is it weird that I just got I just got a weird sense of phantom sets on my neck. I my I feel like my neck just just pulled a muscle. <laughs> Oh my god. That's a serious steps there, man. Wow. Oh wow. I mean that is interesting. Make haste. <laughs> Could you imagine if he actually went to school and you just saw a bunch of paintings just uh, just moving back and forth? That'd be so cool. Like I would, I would love to go to a school like this, Hogwarts. If it actually existed, I would have went. Whoa! Did I just hear R two D two? Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so the portrait of this is called the portrait of the fat lady. And in my opinion, that woman's not fat. It's just the dress that makes her look fat. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, 
Oh, look at it. That is such a cool common room. That is such a cool common room. Oh. I love this. I love this piece by John Williams. I really do because it's, it is. It, it, so, so I, I've said this before, like with Titanic, the music of Titanic really gives you the feels. By the way, I love how they put the Chudley Cannon's uh, pennant right there on Ron's bed because Ron is known for being a huge Chudley Cannon's fan, uh, which is a Quidditch team. So I, I, I just noticed that, by the way. It's a little Easter egg there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, this song is going to appear at the end of the movie, and it always brings me to tears because I don't know why. It just it just gives you the feels. Like I, I love me I love music like that that just gives you the feels. I do, me too. Like it just makes you feel like happy. That's that it's gonna be okay at the end, that feel. I totally agree. You boys are late to class. <laughs> Don't. That was bloody brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I, I love Maggie Smith. That woman is amazing. <laughs> I know she is sharp. You know, like don't like, don't mess with her. <laughs> She's like a stiff glass of wine. She's so, she is so sharp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe I made that. Uh, oh, so when I, when I own the, when I own the VHS of Harry Potter, they included uh, two deleted scenes in the movie. And, in, and one of them was part of the, one of them was part, it was right here where I think they should have left the scene. I think they should have left the deleted scene there in the movie. Um, and it was, and it was, and it was when Snape told Harry, like what a bizar was, what, what potion that he was talking about, what ingredients that are. And he's like, well, why aren't you all copying this down? So I, I really wish they would have kept that scene in the movie. It's because again, there's, there's certain deleted scenes in movies, especially in movies like this. That should have been kept. I totally agree. I think they need to make like another DVD release, you know, for like, you know, deleted scenes. I think, I think that'd been really cool. Okay. Real quickly, Steve, you should be thankful that your student is taking notes. <laughs> Steve, calm down, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nick, I can't get over that stupid fucking <laughs> wing of Alan Rickman. He acts so calm, it's... but like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and that's another thing about Emma. She definitely, it, she has said that she is a bookworm. So th this role was just perfect for her, like, being a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> She's raising her hand. Okay, oh, real oh, quickly, oh. Real, real quickly, Hermione. He's asking Harry. Not you. <laughs> Once again, um, the people who worked on this movie picked the absolute perfect actor for Severus Snape. 
Alan Rickman was born to play that role. And I'm truly thankful that he did play that role. And that um, voice, too, says it alone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What the fuck, dude? What did you do? <laughs> um, Tim Roth was actually up for the role of Server Snape, by the way. And I don't think I don't think he I don't think he could have done the role uh, as well as Alan Rickman. I just don't. Because, again, you know, <laughs> I, I I love that. I love that scene right there. I love this scene where where you get to see the owls deliver their post to whoever they're getting delivered to. That is so cool. It really is. See, I always. <laughs> oh, I have to tell you this. Go ahead. Go. You go first. I was. I it, like back when newspapers were a thing. I always loved it how people say, "Can I borrow your newspaper?" And it's just like, okay, you can borrow the newspaper, but you can have it if you want. I'm done with it. <laughs> oh. I just love of how uh, the movie was able to make these photos move because, once again, another another brilliant uh, movie magic little detail. Oh, my favorite game! <laughs> hey, Quidditch! Everybody loves Quidditch. So, oh. if you if you could play a position in Quidditch, what position would you be playing? That's a good question to ask somebody. What the oh, fuck? Dude, like she looks like a fucking. She looks like a cat. Yes. With those yellow <laughs> eyes. I'm sorry, I did not mean to interrupt you, by the way. It's all good, no worries. <laughs> She's like one of those teachers that I know that love sports, you know, like the coach, like the. <laughs> so again, uh, uh, if if you were if you were playing a position in uh, Quidditch and oh, ow, damn, that <laughs> ow, it hurt me. God damn it. <laughs> so if you if you were to play Quidditch, what position would you play? Me, actually, I would play the seeker because I I know I can get get the um. Yeah, that that would the snitch. so there there would be two positions I would want to play. I would either want to play a seeker or a chaser. Because, um, one, I'm very athletic and, and it definitely got a good arm, definitely good aiming arm. Um, now, I love how they did that because he's actually getting pulled up by via the string, but it's still a good <laughs> shot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, boy. Oh, so. Oh damn! We're we'll, we're going to be getting into this for now for eight weeks, but I always but I always think it's it's funny to mention. But I love the evolution of Neville Longbottom and the character, what, both in the movie and in the books, because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, in the book, you know, he is, you know, he's always a, <clears throat> excuse me. Neville is portrayed in the beginning to be like a weak kid. He's scared. He hates doing stuff. He's always nervous. But, you know, he developed into one of the bravest characters in the in, in the in the entire series. 
Uh, Matthew Lewis, by the way, playing Neville Longbottom. And uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a quick guess at, I'm going to take a quick guess at where Lewis is from. And I'm going to say, Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and he kind of sounds like he is from Tottenham. Nope. Nope. He's actually from West Yorkshire. Okay. So I got that one wrong. <laughs> You're a dick. Yes, he does. He knows how to fly. <laughs> Damn. Hmm. Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Wow, that's yo. a good catch, man. Yo, Harry. Oh, my. Yo. Nice catch, I kiddo. I like that. Nice swivel. <laughs> nice catch, kiddo. And look at them. They're all coming near. They're all coming towards you. Like, yay. <laughs> I noticed I how the slither. I, I noticed how the slit. Did you see Hermione's broom of the, the angle the, the stick was at? <laughs> mm. well, that oh, put a they think he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they put it that put a big damper on everything. Uh, why is he holding an iguana? Hmm. I, I, I've always been curious. What was he teaching that he needed an that he needed an iguana? Iguanas have nothing to do with magical powers. It, like iguanas aren't even a magical creature. <laughs> I know. Like, what is? Hmm. So that makes me. So that makes me think the roaring that I heard was that the iguana that was making that noise. What the fuck? What the? Hmm. Somebody, please tell me what the fuck kind of iguana that was. <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's Newt's, Newt's, um, Newt's iguana. <laughs> Newt's I iguana. As <laughs> it's Pat, man, he borrowed it from him. <laughs> yeah. By the way, so Sean Biggerstaff, uh, that, that we just saw Oliver Wood right there. Uh, so he's actually Scottish, and I, I don't even need to guess. I don't even need to guess where this kid, where that kid is from. That kid is from Glasgow, Glasgow. That kid is from Glasgow, Scotland. And I can tell. Whoa. 1972. Oh. in the family. Yeah. So I just looked up Sean Biggerstaff. Guess what? Glasgow, what? Glasgow, Scotland. What did I tell you? Okay. You good at this. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, because um, so Sean Biggerstaff has perhaps the most stereotypical uh, Scottish accent of anybody in Harry Potter. And here's the thing. Sean Biggerstaff, he he only appeared in two in the first two films of Harry Potter. He did not make another appearance uh, in the movie 
What the fuck? Okay, oh my that God. is that, that was that was very creepy. Um, so yeah, bigger staff did not appear in another Harry Potter movie until Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh, G- <laughs> Pet what Cemetery. What- we got James Wan monster. <laughs> what was what is with that cat's eyes? Is a seriously red I, I, one? Oh my gosh! Oh my god, her eyes are like blood. It's Ricky. Ah, so every spell that is cast in Harry Potter is Latin. <laughs> I was, I always thought that was very interesting, and I thought that was a brilliant move by J.K. Rowling when she was when she was writing the books. Is every spell that is cast is Latin, <laughs> and all of the spells that are. Oh! Oh my gosh! Uh, Some uh, dogs. Three pit bulls. I would not want to be the delivery guy that makes the delivery with a three-headed dog guard in the house. Oh my gosh! And they're huge. Holy shit! Talking mushrooms. Anyway, um. So fun fact, so here in two weeks we're going to be doing uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and David uh, Thelwis Th- uh, um, who plays uh, Professor Lupin, he actually tried out for the role of Professor Quirrell and I thought really? it was very funny, so he auditioned for the role and and then a couple of years later, you know, the, the, the guy the people at Warner Brothers are like, hey uh, how about you play Professor Lupin? I thought that was—I thought that was just so funny. <laughs> I'm on Ron's side on this one. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes it. See that typical stereotypical Scottish accent. <laughs> I mean, you can tell who you can tell someone is from Glasgow. Uh, so easily because that accent that accent is one of the most common Scottish accents in the world. He's from no, I think he's from Northern Northern Ireland. I'm gonna guess Northern. No, he's from Glasgow. I told you he's from Scotland. I told you he's from Scotland. He's from Glasgow. He's from Glasgow, Scotland. Oh, okay. Wait, that's Northern Ireland, right? Or I think. I'm just guessing. <laughs> just basically the the same country. It's just they have different names. Because <laughs> funnily no, funnily enough, my family, uh, my ancestors, they the family kept migrating up and down from Scotland and Ireland. So that's why I have so much Scottish and Irish in me. Okay, that's why you have that connection, man. You could you could just pick up on the accents. <laughs> well, I mean, Glasgow, Glasgow accents in Scotland, like I said, are the most stereotypical. A bludger. <laughs> you are the seeker. <laughs> Oh, 
Ooh. <laughs> it is really fast. Hey, Mike, you there? Sorry, guys, we're having a technical difficulties. Hello, Mike, you there? Okay, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> so you're okay. going to have to bring me back. Uh, what seconds are you at in this movie? <laughs> Actually, I stopped. I stopped. I'm at 106.29. Uh, 106.29. Okay. okay, wow. Um, real apologies for this one, uh, folks. So my internet went out, so I'll... So you're just at the point where Harry just released the snitch. Yes. Okay. So is hang on a second. Oh, I'm in so, the part with uh, Hermione and uh, Ron. The. Okay. So go ahead and play it. Okay. So we are back. Oh, <laughs> oh, did she just say it? Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> That is absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. And there she goes. She's floating the feather. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, everybody. Uh, my internet went out for a second, so uh, we had a little bit of a scare there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was like, what? <laughs> First was mine. That was, that was yours. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh! That's a serious what is, with the, what is with this kid? He's like a human pie... It's like a human dynamite. <laughs> oh and God, you love you, sir. And then, boom, he explodes it in his face. <laughs> you had the part where Hermione gets her feelings hurt? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Halloween. That was really rude by Ron, by the way. Right, that's... Boy. Oh my god, look at all them treats. Oh, carrot cake, apples, pie. 
So like it was saying before I got cut off, so Sean Connery was actually offered the role of Professor Dumbledore. And I would have seen that. He turned it down because it was it wasn't in the interest of the film's subject matter, which, hmm. you know, I mean, I I you know, I don't mind at all. There's a trail Stops the whole damn piece. <laughs> Jesus Christ, and they all start panicking. Okay, real quickly, that's power right there. Dumbledore, he got everyone in control, man. He's like, y'all not leaving. 150-year-old man, he's got the lungs of a 20-year-old. Now I always like. Now I always didn't. I did not like that part right there. I really didn't like that part because um, it showed that Snape knew something, and it was just you know. I get it. I, I get it. We we know that Snape knows something, but uh, it, it really it just kind of threw me off a little bit. Oh boy. Oh, that thing is huge. Uh, that's not good. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, you're in <laughs> trouble. Big time. And that troll oh, is freaky. Oh, fuck, man. Man, that's 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 that, that's Torx, that's Torx cousin. Torx the troll's cousin. <laughs> see, this is see, this is the only time where guys go into the girl's bathroom and it's okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk. God, trolls are stupid. I swear, trolls are so stupid. Whoa, what do we got in the background going on? Oh, sorry about that. Oh, <laughs> oh. I grab a soda. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Ow. You know what? Okay. I hate how I get phantom sets, but I actually felt that in my nose. Like, <laughs> like when, like when you're scratching your nose and you in like you, you you're scratching your nose and you accidentally scratch the inside of your nose and it starts bleeding. That's what it felt like right there. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. oh my At troll man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, dang it, man! the The sound that it made hitting it. What the? Take <laughs> your sweet ass time for. That's a serious. That's got to be in concussion. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, like that troll took its sweet ass time falling. 
Oh my god! Now, now that now that troll that you see right there on the ground definitely not CGI. Nice little model that they made. <laughs> oh! 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 That's gross. That is nasty. Mm-mm. Well, uh, well, okay. Let's let's try to explain this. Huh? Who? I don't. What? Huh? How did we get in? <laughs> the look. Just the look. Oh, yeah. You would have been. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've said it so many times with that that stupid, stupid wig that Rickman wears. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, it's such a it's like it's such a bad wig. I mean, can we please like we've seen some bad wigs in in movie history, but I mean that one that Rickman wears is just really horrible. Mr. Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> How are they gonna get rid of that troll? How do you, that troll even get in? I, I don't. I mystery. have no clue. Oh. So that line was not, of course, in the in the movie as, or in the book. But, you know, I actually like that line because. But I don't like it at the same time because Snape never gave Harry a compliment. So why would he give why would he give him one in that one or why would he wish him good luck? So that's again, there's there's little details about the movie that there's some things that I don't like about the movie. But it's, it's just, it's always just little things. It's sometimes just those little things that you don't, that you don't really like. And it's not that big, but it's, but it's never a big deal, you know? It's like a hater. Like he, like Snape does not like part. He's jealous of him. No, Snape did, did really dislike him. He, because of course he hated his dad, but he, but he loved, but he loved Lily, of course. Yes. Nice catch. Oh my gosh. That was, actually, that was actually a really good catch. Oh, the broom. First, first of all. Oh, never mind. I thought. That's a sleek <laughs> ass broomstick. Oh. That is a goodness. sleek ass broomstick. Nimbus. Ooh. Nimbus 2000. Oh, Press Professor. She got See, that for her. <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite parts in the entire movie is the only Gryffindor uh, Quidditch match. And that's something that um, the movies didn't really capture was for three for uh, Harry Potter one through three. They only had one. They only had one uh, Quidditch match. And that was a big thing about the books is that Quidditch was actually a big part of the books. So. 
<laughs> wow. Um, way to really that was not a great thing to tell. <laughs> Showtime. <laughs> Let's go. Let's get her done. <laughs> Once again, uh, again, I know it's I know it's like the early 2000s, but it is absolutely brilliant visual effects that they did do for this movie. The combination was actually good, you know, the visual effects and of course having real life locations. You know, exactly. I would say Ah, Harry, you got this. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Time for the match. And we hear one of the pieces to John Williams, of course, is uh, the is the is the Quidditch match right here. So I, I always liked how they how they did that very well. <laughs> I like the, I yeah, want a nice clean yeah, game. She's now. Um, there is a girl right there on the Slytherin team, but in the books, they said that the Slytherins never had a female player. They never had hmm. a female player on any of the teams. So I always, th I always thought that was interesting how they did put a female on the, on the Slytherin team because, because this was, this was 2001 because you know that, you know, we weren't as, we weren't as inclusive as we are now. But, you know, you should have just stood. You kind of need to stay with the book details, you know? No, I told you. Oh, I was quick. Oh. <laughs> Gryffindor! <laughs> oh, oh, dude, keep your hands on the broom. Keep your hands on the broom, dude. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, what the jeez! Oh, That's a crying kick right there, man. He he, Bruce lead him. <laughs> That's what he did. That's got to be. Oh my god, Th that kid has got some ugly teeth. Typical British teeth. <laughs> oh uh, yes, that Simpsons book did not lie, man. The the book of <laughs> <laughs> the big, of smiles. The big, <laughs> the big book of British smiles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the first time the first time I ever watched this movie when I saw Lee Jordan right there I thought the I thought the kid was a girl because of his voice <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to say it I really do I hate to say it mm -mm. ow um that was that is just what the <laughs> Oh, mm -mm. God, quit showing off his smile, please. That's all too much. Like, where's where's the ref in this one? I th that's got to be illegal. Yes. <laughs> Is that to you I now, mean, Harry? Yeah, but I mean he he hit the he hit the bludger to knock him out, like knock the wind out of him. Oh yeah, this isn't illegal at all. Oh, Dudes. 
Oh man, that had to hurt. Man, poor Angelina. It just sucks, man. It's like Quidditch. It's almost like football, kind of. Pretty much. I don't understand why they put. Uh, I never understood why they put um, f- uh, Filch with the Slytherins, because in the book it said that he hated every student. He hated every student because he was because again, he's a squib, so he can't do magic. So he's jealous of every every student there. So again, I I never understood why he was with the Slytherins at all. Eep. Don't you dare, Snape. <laughs> oh, hold on, Harry. Whatever you do, don't let go, dude. <laughs> Man, those Slytherins are evil. God, man, he's hanging on by a thread and y'all are laughing. What the hell is wrong with you kids? Good God. Is it just me or are them Slytherin kids evil? They are, man. They want to win. They're like, they're... <laughs> they don't care how they win. They want to play dirty. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are playing dirty. Just like the Sirens from the Wednesday TV series. The Sirens like to play dirty. <laughs> the Sirens. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wow, you're on fire. <laughs> what is this NBA jam? He's on fire. Yeah. Oh my God. The state. The state. The state is on fire. <laughs> he did the hair flip with the wig. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ow. That'll definitely that'll that your shoulder's definitely gonna be sore tomorrow. I have to man. say this this Quidditch um outfit is actually pretty cool to wear, man, for sports. I like this this um cost. Oh outfit. yeah. That's nice. Oh <laughs> nice pull out. <laughs> Almost okay. got it. Okay, I just realized what I just said, and I was and I'm and I'm just being immature now. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. I just saw that again and he, he damn near swallowed it. Uh, yay! Gryffindor wins! Gryffindor wins! <laughs> <laughs> you stupid Slytherins. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Snape looks so disappointed. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) I think he's just relieved that he no longer has to be in, uh, Harry's father's debt because remember uh, Harry's father saved Snape and he felt like he was in his debt. Not 
That is such a horrible name for that dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. So I know that um, I know that Richard or uh, uh, not Richard. Uh, <laughs> I know that Rob? Robbie here. Yeah, I know that Robbie here is wearing a fake. He is actually wearing a wig and a fake beard, but that wig and beard look real. They really do look real to me. It does. Looks a lot better than Snape's wig. <laughs> yep, I totally agree. Yes. Oh, I wish this was Christmas here where I live every year. Just it snows like this. It snows like this in I mean, Canada, man. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and if you ask me, that actually looks like real snow. That doesn't look like that fake stuff. No, no. It looks pretty real, man. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. You guys got some snow in Seattle, hey, right? Hey, look at look at Flickwit using the hover charm. <laughs> Now, out of everything in the wizarding world that I wish was real, it's wizard chess, which was real. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know how to play chess, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> How is it barbaric? Please explain that to me. How is it barbaric? <laughs> oh, I, you know what? Now that Ron just mentioned Charlie in this movie, this, so this as a Harry Potter fan rubbed me the wrong way. Bill and Charlie are never seen in the movie ever except Bill Weasley is seen in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one and two. Charlie is never seen. And I thought it was very disrespectful that Charlie never got any, any screen time. And Charlie's a part of the Weasleys, right? The Weasleys. Yeah. He's, he's one of the Weasley brothers. I, what are you wearing? I never, <laughs> Just, just the way he asked it, he's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> no, I, I felt it was very disrespectful how, you know, Charlie and Bill, they they were never seen in the movie. And Bill actually got a couple shots in the movie, but it was until the final movie. But Bill and Charlie are finally introduced in the fourth book. So it, was, it, it really did rub me the wrong way that Charlie had never... Never saw the screen in Harry Potter because they showed all the Weasley family except for Charlie Weasley. So again, just just rubbed me the wrong way as a Potter fan. That is, I definitely need to read more of the book. Amari's on page one. 
chapter. <laughs> I mean, chapter one. Okay, um, this this is brilliant right here. That is just brilliant because, um, all all Daniel and here's the thing that all Daniel is doing he's wearing a green he's wearing a green cloak right here. That's why you can actually that's why his head really looks like it's there. So that's a brilliant move on movie magic. I love how it, it just works so well. Like you can basically <laughs> with invisible cloak, you can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, the invisibility cloak is always a fun thing uh, to have. So if I if I could choose, if I would have chose to own one of the three of the Deathly Hallows, uh, the 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 Stick of Destiny, the the Elder Wand, the the, the Resurrection Stone, or the Invisibility Cloak, I would just want to. I would just want the Invisibility Cloak. I would just want it. I agree. Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be slightly evil here. Do you know how many robberies you can do with an Invisibility Cloak? <laughs> yes, and free travel you can do around the world. Just hop on the plane. Yeah, you could you could definitely sneak through TSA at the airport. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't you wouldn't be Oh. <laughs> okay, that was rude. It's rude to scream in people's faces like that, you stupid book. <laughs> okay, really wait a minute. Was that it? Was that lantern an electric light or a fire or or an oil lamp? Because uh, I think it's an oil lamp. Okay, I thought it was an oil lamp because because it it was just weird that it would have been really weird if it was an electric one. Because why would you need an electric torch or an electric lamp uh, in Hogwarts? Okay, I see it. I see it right there. Okay, yeah. All right. <coughs> Yeah, because Hogwarts Hogwarts was very medieval because even though that the uh, the the place and time of the time period that it that it took in Harry Potter, which was the nineties, you know, the the Wizarding World were still very very medieval because they didn't because they I didn't like, they, they didn't use electricity. No, they keep it like traditional. I like how they keep it that way. Yeah, pretty much. Oops. Damn, man! What's going on now? Hogwarts turn. So this, so this was in the book. That that, that really oh. was in the book. So I, I I like how they put that one in. But again, I don't like how they how they made Snape to be the the actual like person who was trying to steal the stone at the beginning, <laughs> because I mean everybody read the book, so why would you do that? <laughs> that is serious. Okay, real quickly, Anika, uh, I'm going to say it again. That stupid wig. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like that guy was Slytherin, that janitor. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I need to. I need to look up Argus Filch and see what house he was in. But uh, David Bradley. David Bradley playing uh, Argus Filch there. Now, I can guess. I can guess where he's from. By the way, uh, David Bradley. Where, so, where is he from? so here we go. Uh, so I'm going to guess Yorkshire, and I'm going to click on his name. 
and look at me. I'm still 90% on my guesses. He's from Yorkshire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so one other role that uh, that David Bradley played in that I was re I really liked him in was uh, he he was he had a really good role in Game of Thrones. So that was, was that was that was always that was always fun to watch him play uh, in Game of Thrones. And he played uh, who did he play? Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking at it right here. Um, so he played uh, he played Walter Frey, Walter Frey. <laughs> so so real quickly, um so in the books, Anika, a uh, fun fact about Harry and uh, Harry's mom and dad, they were 21 when they died. 21? Do they? Do these people look like they're 21 years old? <laughs> they, no, they look like they're 30. Or, 30, my ass. You know? is the, the guy who's playing, <laughs> he looks like he's fucking 40 years old. He looks like okay, he's yeah. in his fucking 40s. Okay, she looks like 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 late thirties. Okay, you're right. Early yeah, 40s. I mean, like for God's sakes, you picked the wrong goddamn actors to play that role. You couldn't find two people who were in their early twenties. Because I mean, you can definitely you can definitely play off, you know, a twenty year old in in your thirties. I'm thirty three, and people still think I'm twenty five. There's that. Yeah. Actually, you know what? She does look like she could be in her mid twenties, right there. She mm. definitely looks like she could be in her mid twenties. But the 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 guy who they picked to play Harry's dad, he does look like he's fucking forty years old. <laughs> Very older, it's indeed. So bad. <laughs> well, that's what a mirror does. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I look good. <laughs> This is definitely like one of the sadder parts in the movie because, um, you know, Harry, he he sneaks out of his dorm every night just to get to the mirror because you've never known. You've never known your family, but. He misses I like family. How, I, I like how uh, how Dumbledore doesn't have a hat on in this one. I like that. And I really, oh, man, it's it's just a real shame that that uh, this actor had to, had to pass away uh, while he was filming. But I'm not going to lie. I don't think Richard Harris would have made a really good like action Dumbledore because uh, oh god, uh, who the hell played Dumbledore in the, in the Prisoner of Azkaban? I can't remember. Ugh. Mm, I can't remember the guy. Is it maybe not not the guy from wait? This is the guy that played the Lord of the Rings, right? Oh yeah, it was a guy who played in the Lord of the Rings. So I, what the hell is his name? <laughs> oh, God. 
His name is slipping through is is slipping through my mind. And I like how Demador always gives, you know, his words of wisdom. Like he's always so wise. But Richard was very, very wise. He was he really was a wise person. Uh, and, he, and he was a good Dumbledore. He really was. Uh, Michael, Michael Gambon, by the way, Michael Gambon, Sir Michael Gambon uh, played Dumbledore for the rest of the series. And I, I thought he was a good Dumbledore. I, I actually thought he was a good Dumbledore, but it, he just wasn't. I don't know. I'm sorry. He just wasn't Richard Harris. Richard Harris played Dumbledore in a way that was very philosophical, very knowledgeable, very wise. So I'm curious, like if Richard Harris had lived to play the full years with Dumbledore, I mean, could he have pulled off the action scenes where Dumbledore was uh, dueling with dueling with Voldemort and do and uh, fighting in fury? Do you think that Richard Harris could have actually handled it? Because hmm. I mean, because that, that's the only thing that I that I think about it, because I'm very, very curious about that, because. You know, Gambin handled the action scenes very well with Dumbledore, but he was a more decisive, decisive Dumbledore. He wasn't really that wise Dumbledore that we knew Richard Harris was. Okay, that's true. He was more like uh, mm, frisky. Light. <laughs> you know, I'm with Ron on that one. God damn, you really needed a big ass book like that? <laughs> and I always thought the the Sorcerer's Stone was such a cool little. So it was known as the Yeah, it was known as the Philosopher's Stone, by the way. So it, so in in the in the legend of the Sorcerer's Stone, it was known as the Philosopher's Stone. Um, but the. Th thing about it is is that there was no there wasn't there wasn't a person that was named Nicholas Flamel so I liked how um I did like how they got how they were able to develop the story of the Sorcerer's Stone around a fictional character like Nicholas Flamel well you can definitely tell it rained <laughs> 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 Hagrid, <laughs> uncle. Oh, <laughs> I swear, Hagrid in a apron and in oven clothes. <laughs> At least you know that he likes to keep his house tidy and you know, like crisp. <laughs> oh my god, that freaking uh, there's there's Fang the Boarhound. My god, that freaking. <laughs> It's so cute. It's like it's like a carne corso mix, but it's so cute. The look on the look on Ron's face. Look at Aw. <laughs> the look on his face, it's so awkward. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that. I should not have told you that. <laughs> so this was another thing that they uh turn like they flipped the script on the book was uh, 
Norbert the dragon was not let so Norbert the dragon was actually hatched during the day so um and I think Hagrid had him had Norbert Norbert for around I think I think a month and then and then of course uh Hermione and and Hermione and uh Harry were the ones that actually got detention not Ron so that's another thing about the movie that they changed from the book is that Ron went into the forbidden forest with them for their detention so I was I always thought that was very strange when they changed it. <laughs> oh, what the f <laughs> is sword or the noise the dragon makes <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Norbert <laughs> No the the sound it makes <laughs> I know <laughs> Oh! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I do, I do like how they they kind of fix Norbert to look adorable rather than yeah. vicious. Because in the book, in the book, it was said that Norbert was a very vicious dragon. So, I I, I did I did kind of like how they how they changed that for the movie. They made Norbert look like a cute little dragon. Oh, shit. Oh, they're in deep crap. They are in deep shit. Oh, man. Oh, 50? Fifty points! Yikes! That was brutal. Hey, Mike, you there? I'm there. I I was wondering what happened to you. Serves you right. Okay, so real quickly, I don't know if you just missed it, but there was so in that scene right there in the castle. I lost my first second. No, he can hear me. Can you hear me? I don't know if you can hear me or not. What the fuck? God, I missed the screaming. God. The dark forest. Oh boy, that's that's never a pleasant place to go. Uh, no, Mike, I cannot hear you at all. Can you hear me now? She can't hear me. <laughs> that sucks. What if the other dragons were mean to him? This guy is so mean. Like, he really is. Dark Forest, man. I do not see myself in that Dark Forest one Oh bit. my god, the, the look on his face. It's so weird. Oh god. 
look on his face is just like it's sheer terror and it's just it's so it's such instant karma for Malfoy it's such instant karma I swear The cinematography in this movie is incredible. I love how they just enter the woods. No, she she's absolutely right. The cinematography in this movie is <clears throat> very brilliant. they were trying to film <clears throat> hello I'm back Okay, sorry, folks, for the dare. Can you hear I, me? I can hear now. Yes. <laughs> Where are we in the movie right now? I'm at one forty-seven. I'll pause okay. it there for a second. Okay, so uh, we apologize, everybody. We are having some bad technical issues. So one forty-seven, you said? Uh, yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's fast forward. Let's rewind it back. Right mm -hmm. as. 
So let's go to go to a, an hour and 46, 23. Okay, 46. So again, we apologize for the dead air. But we've we've been having some serious technical issues. We've been having some serious Wi-Fi issues. Hopefully this does not happen again. I know. <laughs> All right. So are we there? Yes, I'm there. Yes. Okay. So did Draco Malfoy just say scared Potter? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and play. Scared Potter. <laughs> so anyway, um, so you were talking about the 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 cinematography in this movie just about a minute ago, and I was and I was commenting that. I loved how this movie just absolutely picked the perfect locations to film. And when they needed to build a set, they built it, but they did go from place to place to see or to film. Yes. And especially the dark was, it really gives you that very mystical oh God, kind of yeah. feel like that's what I like. Oh God. Jeez. The poor unicorn. <clears throat> that is, that's just so damn creepy. <laughs> run, Harry, run! First of all, Malfoy's a coward. Yes. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> oh my god. So I always thought that this was funny because that's so of course that's a person in a cloak. I mean, that's just, that's absolutely creepy as hell. But there's going to, there's coming, th th I think this is going to be hilarious when they're going to do the word, like the, the lowest budget cinema. Here it comes. <laughs> yes. So ready? Watch this. <laughs> 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 that was the cheapest thing that they ever did in this movie was they made like a little floaty cloak and they just pulled it up with a string. I know <laughs> it went flat too. It really did. It went completely flat. It looked like a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, this was another thing about the, about the film series that I didn't like was um, uh, this is Forenzi, by the way. And Forenzi was a big role. Forenzi was not seen again until the fifth book. But ugh, I, I just, I just really wish that they, that they would have focused on a lot of the aspects of the book rather than just the cinematography. Bingo. Harry guessed it. Yes. Thank goodness he came Miss just in time to protect him. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Potter. I, <laughs> I will tell you something too. When I was at the Harry Potter play, those dimensions in the sky were freaking crazy, man. They were up in the sky, like hanging. Oh, <laughs> God. Floating. Yes, it, it was amazing though. It was cool. But scary. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> So I do not have any information on the guy who played Forenzi here. There, there's no information um, that I have here. So yeah, again, folks, we apologize for this podcast. It, it's definitely a little janky. We had some dead air time, but uh, next week we're going to be better. Next week we're going to be much better. 
Yes. <laughs> we promise. And prepared and updated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Prepared and updated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by the way this shot right here with the castle that you can see i thought it was hilarious because so you couldn't hear me uh when we had the dead air but so the shot where they had at, okay that's a really good shot of hagrid's cabin right there in the daytime that was actually a really good shot can you hear me nika <laughs> yep i hear you yep. oh, okay so anyway oh, okay. so the shot so the shot that they did at night with the castle when they were going to detention i don't know if i don't know if you noticed but there was actually somebody moving in the castle the, someone passed a window <laughs> i always thought that was funny I did not know. I did not know that. Actually, okay. I def definitely need to rewatch that again. But yes, you are right. You, ha you have to, house. You ha so the scene that I'm talking about, where you see someone walking past uh, the window, you have to catch it really quickly. You have to be very quick. I don't know how I caught it the first time. Okay, I'm definitely need to rewatch that. Hagrid's house is actually very cute in the daytime. You're right. It's in mm -hmm. the dark, and then yes. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> you said too much. Yeah, he he really does talk too much. <laughs> okay, why is there a ghost? Why is there a ghost in Professor McGonagall's class? Somebody, what? What is what is the ghost doing? <laughs> You're dead. You don't need to go to a class. And oh. Another thing about um, another thing about the movie. So, out of all the classes that they showed, they never showed Professor Binns, who is the only ghost teacher at Hogwarts, and he teaches uh, history of magic. So, they oh. never showed that. They never showed that at all, which was kind of annoying, because they. Again, there's there's some aspects of the movies that kind of annoy you, especially especially me being a Potter fan. When you're a Potter fan and you notice those little details, it kind of it, it doesn't. <laughs> Anika, how many times have I said it? I'm going to say it again. That stupid, stupid wig. I know, frozen hair. <laughs> How many horses are missing their hair in that way? I don't. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> but anyway, um, no. As a Potter fan, it really did irk me that there were that there were certain details and certain aspects from the movie to and the book that were missing from the movies that were not in there from the book. So it did. So it did kind of. And I always love these shots right here where they show the whole castle. That is and. If you look to the left, I don't know if you notice like the wall, the castle wall, that was an actual real castle wall that you could tell right away. And so I like how they digitally put in the rest of the castle. 
Yeah, that Bro, is what are the what are those pajamas? <laughs> got... Dude, oh. you're you're eleven years old. You wear is that pizza? Or... <laughs> Dude, it's Tay Bears. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> Ooh. Ow! First of all, you're 11 years old and you're wearing teddy bear pajamas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, like when I was 10 years old, if you, if you, if someone at school caught you wearing dinosaur pajamas, you're getting, you were just getting roused for the rest of that year. <laughs> it's so funny. Ow. That'll definitely hurt. So this one right here, uh, the the heart plane is also on the Harry Potter uh, in the Sorcerer's Stone sound soundtrack, and it's the only it's the only song on my phone that actually <laughs> Emma's hair was just right in Rupert's face. <laughs> um, but no, this is the only song that I actually have where um, that that the harp actually got played in. I think the harp is a very uh, underrated s instrument because you don't really see or hear it being used. It's a beautiful sound, too. It really is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> how the hell can that how the hell can that dog sleep after feeling it's feeling its paw get pushed? Like they have zero six senses, you know, they can just pick up anything instantly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Emma wearing those like tights, those like white tights that she's wearing. <laughs> I remember like so many girls in my in my elementary class always wore those. The yoga pants. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's what they are. Ooh. <laughs> First of all, why would you put your hand in it? Yeah, like <sighs> Oh my gosh. Just jump. <laughs> oh. A little bit too close for comfort. Yes. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! Uh, uh, Daniel's wearing corduroy pants, by the way. <laughs> corduroy <laughs> George. <laughs> Who the fuck wears corduroy pants anymore? Camera work, man. Ugh. Ugh! This is a bad situation to be in. A snakes, man. That ain't, that ain't no snake. That's just a plant. Jeez, Indiana Jones would probably would not take that man plant. I don't. I don't think so. Why? <laughs> Why have to be plants. <laughs> Apparently not. No, he's no. He's Ron is panicking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, Ron, don't snare. panic. I, I mean, Devil Snare just covered his mouth. They were just, that plant was tired of hearing him yell. 
Why did they make a plant roar? That's so. <laughs> ugh. I, I don't. I don't like how they did that. I don't like how they did the roaring. Excuse me? Lucky we didn't panic? Dude, you were screaming your head off. I know. Like, they're going to feed on that. <laughs> Hypocrite. So Ron in the book and Ron in the movie were always portrayed as just a as a character who's he's not really the smartest of the group, but he's not the most cleverest one of the group. He's just like a big goofball. And yes. I don't know. I think they kind of played Ron off as just a very awkward goofball in the movies, like in the future movies, which is really not how Ron was. Ron was a very caring person, but he was also, again, he was, <laughs> I like how Ron was just like so confident. <laughs> The fact oh. that he pulled he pulled his wand out of his out of his jacket and the look on his on his face was so determined. He's like, I can do this. <laughs> He's like, if she can do it, I'm gonna do it. But yeah, no, I think Ron was kind of played off in different in a different way in the movies than it was in the books. But he was, but no, Rupert Grint still played a great Ron Weasley though. He did. It was a he he had heart. I liked his character of Ron. He really did. That had her. He really did. Oh, uh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, is it those pixies? Oh, those are. Um, no, those are keys. Keys. Oh, okay. I thought it was those the little um, fairies. Those ones that just are mischief. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> no, that's in the it next looked, movie. <laughs> it looked like them though, just for a bit. They really, they actually did. They did look like pixies at, at, at first glance. So, uh, another comparison from the book to the movie is the keys never attacked Harry. They never attacked Harry. Um, and Ron and Hermione were also on broomsticks trying to find the right key to the door. I just thought that was weird. Very, very weird. <laughs> All the keys just hit the wall and just get stuck to the door. <laughs> God. <laughs> so again, uh, one once again, apologies everybody for the for all the technical difficulties in this one. We, again, next week is going to be completely different. We're going to have a better. We're going to have a better show. No, no. No uh, uh, periods of silence, by the way. So we apologize. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, wizard chess. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're like, ye shall not pass. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Anika, did I just make a Lord of the Rings reference while watching Harry Potter? You did. That's why I was going about to say, you. 
<laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I like how he said that. I'll be a knight. Yes. <laughs> knight Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> See, I found it weird of how Ron was the only one of the three who actually was controlling or writing one of the actual pieces of the chessboard. And in the book, that's not how it was. Um, in the book, the, uh, Ron, Harry, and Hermione actually took the places of three different pieces, three different pieces on the chessboard. So it, it was just very weird to me of how Ron was actually riding the knight, and he masses oh. it so well. Oh my gosh, that's assault. <laughs> <laughs> the look on did you just see of how stiff she was when she was turning yes <laughs> terrified and she definitely was terrified <laughs> this is such a great uh, this is honestly one of the best sequences of the entire movie was was the chess match because even when I was a kid, when I went to go watch the movie, I was so nervous while I was watching this because it was the music. It, you, again, it's the music that gets you. And it just really gives you those feels. Yes, like the intensity of the game, too. <laughs> yeah, there really was an intense an intensity of this of this chess match. Sacrificing himself for the team. I mean, <laughs> that takes a lot of that takes a lot of bravery to do, though. It, He's brave. So I'm actually kind of curious. Like, I'm curious where uh, Emma Watson's family is from because it said, again, it said that Emma Watson was born in Paris, France. So. Um, actually, funnily enough, get this. So Emma Watson was born on April 15th, Titanic Day. <laughs> oh, what a, wow, what a coincidence. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that is pretty neat. I did not know that. Oh, my God. The, this, this, this intensity music right here is just so. Wow. Like again, James or John Williams and James Horner are just such. Uh, well, James Horner was a brilliant composer, of course, who is mostly famous for his his pieces in Titanic. But man, John Williams is just the greatest of all time, composer wise. Oh, I love intensity. Oh, I love that part. Like checkmate. <clears throat> Oh, by the way, I don't think I think you missed it. So there there was a piece of the chess chess set. Um, you missed it. So it actually hit Ron or Rupert in the face. 
oh. right up on his cheek. <laughs> Let's see if they'll show him. Yeah, see that cut right right below his eye? Let me take a look. No, no, no. Don't rewind it. No need. But no, so there was a cut right below his eye, and it was a piece of the chest set that actually ricocheted and hit him in the face. And he flinched. Oh. And he flinched when it happened. So they so they they kept that little mistake in the movie. But here we go. You might be nope, you can't. <laughs> I just saw his mouth his mouth move. <laughs> she that's another that's another little movie mistake there. Whoopsie. Whoa, that is a really long, really tight staircase. Yes. Talk about entering talk about, the, the, yeah, talk about <laughs> talk about doing the stairmaster. Yes. Oh my god, that's too much for me. But I don't mind yeah. selling. But he's entering the unknown. Now this was a really good set that the people at Warner Brothers did do is Yes. Otta, oh my gosh. Yeah. Him. <laughs> okay, that was kind of a, a weird comedic type of line. Ugh. Muttering his little counter curse. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Hello. Everything's coming together. Uh, I think I think from what I've read that this this was actually the most easiest day of the most easiest day of shooting is because they, they didn't really have to. I think they did the whole the, the whole scene of the darkness of the mirror without the fire. I think they got it done in two days because they were they were busy shooting this. But it's just amazing of how what three, four minutes worth of movie take two days to shoot hey that's very impressive mm. it's still really weird that four minutes of a movie is, and it takes two days to get it to get it right <laughs> honestly it does i i've seen so many out retakes for some for one scene oh my gosh for almost like eight hours <laughs> now i love this scene because y y i already know how they did this they so they had I think they had a green screen. I think they had a green screen mirror right there where all you had to do, all he had to do was just, you know, basically put his hand in his pocket and everything. What is it? What do you see? 
So again, Ian Hart is playing two roles at this moment. He's he's playing Professor Quirrell, and he's also doing the voice of Voldemort right here. And actually, funnily enough, is when Harry met Quirrell, he didn't actually have his uh, turban on. He got it. He got it a little bit later. Oh my god! Oh, that face. Ugh. That is terrifying. See, I really what he doesn't have a nose though. Voldemort never had a nose. No. He looked like something from James Wan's character, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I got I, I I gotta say it's a Warner Brothers, that's why. <laughs> But they did get the red eyes correctly. Um, it, it's Voldemort was known for having red eyes, and so I, I was, whoa. Mm -mm. Radcliffe actually said that uh, when when they were shooting this film because of the fire all around him, and he was wearing the, <laughs> he was wearing the sweater. He said he actually got extremely hot. And Ian Hart said, oh, he was just a big complainer. <laughs> yes, I'll bring back your 20-something-year-old mother and your 40-year-old father back. <laughs> Even though they're supposed to be 21 when I killed them. So there was another movie that the Philosopher's Stone was uh, used in, and it was a oh, what was it? It it was it was a real, it was kind of a weird ass type of movie where, um, oh man, I cannot I I cannot remember what. No, it wasn't. It wasn't the. It wasn't another movie. It was just the um, it was the actual Legend of the Philosopher's Stone. So I'm tr I'm trying to find the movie right here. Oh my god, that's some oh, got some powers. Oh yes. When you touch the stove while it's still hot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just see Voldemort have spit fly? Oh, yes. that's going to. Oh, my God. And oh, Harry's just like, what the hell kind of powers do I have? <laughs> um, so the movie uh, I was talking about was called As Above, So Below. And it was a 2014 horror movie. And it was it was like found footage found footage of the of like these people who went down okay so i was right so nicholas flamel was actually a real person by the way wow i didn't i didn't know nicholas Fl i did not know nicholas flamel was an actual real person interesting learn something nicholas every day. oh dear lord what the f 
Oh, he's not. He's back. He's coming for you. Oh. Holy fish flying fuck. Right through him. By the way, did you know you can actually buy a replica sorcerer's stone for $45? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> $45? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not paying $45 for a replica stone. No. Not at all. <laughs> if I want a stone like that, I'll actually go out and look for a ruby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'll go hunt for for pirate gold. <laughs> You're safe now, Harry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when you're at Hogwarts, gossip—I mean, it's gossip spreads like wildfire. <laughs> it's just like in the Muggle world. <laughs> it does, man. Like they say it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Gossip is not like, go guess what I heard. <laughs> They just nicely tell you, like, oh, uh. <laughs> See, again, here's where Richard Harris uh, plays that ph philosophical, wise, and kind Professor Dumbledore that we all know and love of how he, about him and Harry's relationship were. And that's something that Michael Gambon didn't really get um, as well as Richard Harris got. Uh, in the two movies that he played with Daniel and Daniel is, has even stated that Richard Harris was the better Dumbledore. And he's, and he's spoken with Michael Gambon about this. And, and Gambon's also said that, you know, Hey, I brought a little bit more serious and, and swagger to the role than Harris did, but, but no, I mean, Richard Harris really was that philosophical wise and kind and loving professor Dumbledore. He was, and he brought that warmth. And there's and there's those half moon spectacles that uh, J.K. Rowling always <laughs> talked about. I I like how he he barely speaks in a whisper, but you can still hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love, Harry. Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this coming up here. <laughs> I was so happy that they left this in the movie from the book. <laughs> so he quits eating birdie bots every flavor beans because he got a vomit flavor one then he gets in here wax one day. 
That's just bad luck. So after over a hundred years of not eating birdie bots, every flavor beans, you get an earwax one. Oh, my <laughs> This was the last movie that you saw them wearing those pointed black hats, by the way. Yes. <sighs> well, with the Slytherin flags flying, I wonder who won the freaking house cap. <laughs> Ugh, Gryffindor ended up in well. Gryffindor ended up in last place because of Ron, Harry, and Hermione getting all the getting 150 points taken away from you. It'll <laughs> do it to you. Oh God! Look at Professor McGonagall. She looks so heartbroken. I know she's like, uh. Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> Seems like yes. Oh my yes, God. they win. Snape's, <laughs> Snape's, Snape was clapping so hard, but he's just like he's still got that scowl on his face. He's clapping his hand like the Joker, man, that don't smile. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you combine him and, and Heath Ledger Joker, you'll kind of see that clap. <laughs> I think so. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry. What did you say, Albus? Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they look a little worried. <laughs> see, you can actually see the little scar, like the little mark where that piece of chest hit him in the hit him in the eye. See, right below his left oh. eye. Oh yes, I see it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't notice that until now. Ooh, six points. Damn, he gets a nice 60. And now they're tied with Slytherin. Oh, God, this is just this is just one of the best parts of the entire movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Professor McConaughey. <laughs> oh, what the? Oh, oh. they win. Oh, so Teddy Bear Pajama Boy gives it gives him the victory. <laughs> yes. Neville, you <laughs> won, made us win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so funny, like of how heartbroken they look. I don't care, and everybody doesn't care. Gryffindor. <laughs> oh, I like how they change like that. Gryffindor wins the house cup. Yay! <laughs> Look at Hector. He's like, he's like, yes. <laughs> but he's like hiding from people. Like, yeah, no, y'all did not see that. <laughs> oh, going ahead and cry, you entitled jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
raised eyebrows of of Hagrid. He just he just, he just like he's like told you you would have fun here. <laughs> and he did. Like I would have a blast. Oh here. yeah, I would. Again, the fact that they filmed this scene at an actual train station in London, in uh, England was you just they don't really do it like this anymore. They don't go to they, they don't film movies like this anymore where they actually go to just like small little areas just to get certain shots. Instead, they make sets to to get down the shots. And and again, it's just it's a lost art where I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, that's an ugly child. That's an ugly baby. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I hate to say that. <laughs> it's all good. People are gonna assume I'm an asshole just for saying that. Yes. Dope of a cousin of yours, Dudley. <laughs> But your cousin don't do he? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's got a point. They don't know he's not allowed to do magic away from Hogwarts. He does. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that means he's going to be showing him now. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed, by the way, that out of all three of them, Ron and Harry are the ones who have injuries and Hermione came away with no no injuries yes. at all. Oh yes, man. Harry Ron oh, and here you know? oh, man, here is John Williams at his best. I, I mean you just feel you feel the music and it's absolutely Oh my gosh, it, like it, and that the I'm just like leaving. I'm drooling. I'm drooling over the music because it's just John <laughs> Williams is just the one of the just the greatest composers in the world. He really it's is magical. the greatest composer of all time. And there you go. We are finished with the <laughs> first movie of our eight week journey. And oh, did I actually do the wrong music? I think I did the wrong music. Oh oh. <laughs> There we go. I put the right music on. Anyway, that, everybody, is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or as we all know it here in Canada, in the United States, and in India, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So, once again, apologies, everybody, to for the technical difficulties. We are making sure next week we are going to get that completely fixed. Yes. But Absolutely. Anika... It's uh, been two and a half hours, so I think what we need to do, we need to give our quick review on this movie, and I think it's time for both of us to go to bed. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, let me go ahead and give my review and my score. So remember, me and Anika are scoring the movies one out of ten stars. This movie... This movie's not going to get a perfect ten from me, okay? It's not going to get a perfect ten... But it's going to get a great score. I'm going to give it 9.6 out of 10. And the reason why I say 9.6 out of 10 is because there's little details 
that about this movie that they changed from the book to put into the movie. So it, it's just I'm I'm nitpicking a little bit just because I'm a huge Potter fan. But no, I think 9.6 out of 10 is a good score for this movie. Um, we've only given a perfect score to one movie or excuse me, to two movies on this podcast. And so, I mean, I, again, I mean, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone gets 9.6 out of 10 from me. And it's again, anybody, everybody out there should read the books before they watch the movie. That's my recommendation always is read the books before you watch the movie. But the books are a great read. The movies are a great watch. So 9.6 out of 10 for me. Anika, your review on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Well, I give this film one of my favorite films, I would say, first one. Uh, definitely a, I'm going to give it like a 9. The reason okay. why I say a 9, yes. Because, well, number one, of course, it was a long film. But <laughs> I enjoyed, yes, <laughs> that's a reason. But it was enjoyable still and the visual effects and the fact that you know you know as you were mentioning like they use a lot of real locations you know for their filming you know compared to a lot of nowadays when people use um cgi for a lot of um, filming but they use a lot of real locations on set and especially the dark woods and overall the music and the most importantly the importance that that Harry never lost sight of was friendship and love. Basically staying true to the two people that he met and never changed for anyone. Exactly. So 9 out of 10. Wow. I thought you were... I, I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to give it a higher score than that. So yes. with a 9.6 and a 9 out of 10 getting this movie from us gets a solid 9.3 out of 10 stars so here's the thing out of our rating system a nine is a movie that is worth watching and watching over and over again so that is it for us for ready set action commentaries we are through with this podcast once again we apologize for the silence and for uh periods of time where you didn't hear us or we kind of were silent for a bit we've we've been having technical issues tonight but we promise we're going to be back next week we're not going to have no technical issues and of course me and anika are going to be back next week we're coming back to hogwarts for our second year harry potter and the chamber of secrets yes <laughs> my favorite one dolby's there dolby the house elf Oh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to save all of that. I'm going to save all of my commentary <laughs> for next week because um, I get we get to nitpick at that one. And I get to even tell you another thing about the movies that movie series that bother me. But guess what? That is going to do it for me and Anika and Anika. That is a cut wrap 